welcome back to Call Your Girls. I hope y'all are having a really good day. We are just bullshitting over here about being an adult, which is perfect because our episode today is Adulting 101, which honestly you you probably would want to take advice from uh, smarter people. But I don't know, Kat, like sometimes I feel this way, okay? We'll talk, we'll get deeper into this. But for example, a realtor, we're interested in kind of learning how to like, okay, how do you buy a house? I could either pick a realtor that is older and has been in the industry for a while and like knows their shit. Or I could pick a realtor that's younger and maybe like speaks my language more. You know what I mean? They can actually explain things to you in a way that you understand. So basically, Kat and I are going to try to explain things to you today in a way that you can understand as much as we understand. So we're just all, we're all in this together. This we're thing. learning oh, together. Like, that was such a good lead in. So Kelsey surprises me. She jumps on <laughs> and I'm like, wait. She'll be like, yeah, we'll just jump in. And like, I, you know, like I have no ideas in my mind and like she just like runs with it. So <laughs> work makes the dream work, guys. Just going with it. How are you, Kat? What's new? I'm good. Nothing crazy. All of my friends have like for anybody in this area gets it like because the shore, the shore, aka the beach, if you will, is only do you call it the shore? Can we talk about that? I never call it the shore, but let me tell you, my friend Jordan here, she's from Jersey and she always talks about the shore like you do. And she was talking about it the other day in the pool and somebody else, obviously, like, you know, we're not everyone here is from different places. Right. Um, so the, the person was like, like the TV show. <laughs> she was like, oh, no, <laughs> she's like, not quite. They're from New York. They're not even from Jersey. Literally, whenever people are like, oh, my God, these Jersey accents, I'm like, guys, they're from Staten Island. <laughs> like, nobody I know sounds like that. I swear to God. Um, yeah, the sure. I think it's a very, like, regional term, if you will. Mm-hmm. But, like, everybody, because it's close, like, an hour or so away, it's, you know, depending on where you are, sometimes the traffic makes it take years. But everybody gets, like, a shore week. And it is crazy, Kelsey. You would never believe how much money these properties are raking in. We used to go when I was little. And, like, now, because obviously, like, you know, we're adults and we're the ones paying for this shit. I'm going for a week with friends at the end of August. And then, like, other friends have picked up weeks here and there. So, like, basically the way it works is you guys get this. Long story short, you'll just, like, go down when everyone else is down there and kind of just, like, bomb off each other. But it is absurdly expensive. It's so funny because these beach towns are literally just, like, shitty little beach towns and like they're built up now and like pretty and have like restaurants and all this cute stuff but like it is literally like some of these houses are like 10k a week like isn't it absolutely <laughs> absurd to stay at the I, for jersey shore for the jersey shore people like love don't for you get it. to explain a little bit more about like okay beat mm-hmm. so shore weeks what does that mean does that just mean like oh like we always do like a vacation down the shore like and then one person in the friend group at a time gets the house and then just invites everybody there or- yeah so it's like if you have like different groups of friends right like i know you have so many different groups so think about it this way like i'm going down with a group of friends at the end of august because all of our schedules lined up and then two of my girlfriends that are both friends are going down separate weeks with their family. So like, we're going to go visit them as friends. So it's kind of just whoever gets a group to book a week. Cause it's, you know, it is, it's kind of hard with people to like get that schedule always. And it's hard to get people for like five to seven days, but all of these places will not let you book them for any shorter because we actually tried to book for three days. Long story mm-hmm. short in the beginning. So my friends were like, I just can't get the time off. And I'm like, yeah, three days is fun. 
these people know that the shore houses are booked out all summer. They will not give it to you for less than seven days. Isn't that crazy? Because they're like, we're not wasting money, girl. I mean, it's smart. It's smart for sure. Um, More power to you. I was messaging this lady named Linda. I'm like, Linda, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Linda, I get it. (laughs) Maybe you could find someone else who wants three days and then we could just like, you know, partner on that. (laughs) Um, But I was on TikTok and I randomly found like, because I guess I'm looking at like house stuff and real estate agents and investing and all that shit. And I saw a guy come up and it was like, my wife and I have... We manage and own five Airbnbs. This is what we make and this is what we actually take home. And they're like per month. And their take home per month for with five five Airbnbs was like forty five thousand. And that's like they said that's working probably like less than ten hours <laughs> a month. <laughs> it instantly quits they, online career. <laughs> right? Because they like pay people to clean it. They pay people yep. to, because they're all over the country. They don't just have it in one area. So they, you know, they just have to kind of keep up with the house. They have to do like the paperwork side of it, the back end of the business. Right. I'm like, damn, that is so smart. Passive income, man. Like, pa- that seriously oh my god guys that's well that's what we're going to talk about today too like how to you know like investments and stuff like that but that kind of stuff literally sets you up for success for life it's like crazy and i feel like we're at the point and i'm sure a lot of you guys listening can relate like i feel like before and i guess it's all relative right but like properties now everywhere right the market's just insane are so like inflated and so expensive now it's like certain places, you know how it is. If someone says they own something in New York, if someone says they own something at the mm-hmm. beach, it's like, oh, you rich, rich. <laughs> like, yeah. like, damn, sis. But I feel like with B&Bs, the cool thing is like you can rent. The people need a B&B everywhere. You know, it's not like just like the places that are like super touristy. Like, I don't know. That's so cool. You could probably get one that's less expensive and maybe like a less popular town. I don't know. You could start off without having a ton of money. Because a lot of these things, it's like, I don't have a ton of money. How do I, how do I get started? You know? Yes. That's the thing is you just like need the money at first. Side note. Have you heard at all? Like this is came up on my social media multiple times of people bitching about Airbnb and saying like Airbnb, you're not going to last or like, it's just a phase. Like, what do you think about that? I think it's because it's the same thing as like Uber. That's at least the way that I think about it. You know, Uber always has like crazy shit come out about it. Like, someone gets abducted or like someone told them to get out on a highway because it's crazy people like you're just letting regular strangers drive a car and you know probably like 90 percent of those people are great normal people and then like 10 percent aren't i feel like it's the same thing with airbnbs because there was just this viral story of these girls who rented a bnb in philly and it had cameras in their shower and in their bathrooms. <gasps> Stop. Isn't that so creepy? I was like, up. ew. And it's like, that could happen anywhere. You know what I mean? The yeah. girl was just like, ew, that's just so creepy. And they reached out to Airbnb and Airbnb was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and like, I'm so sorry. And okay. Just, what are you going to do about it? Right. They said they just like left and they were like displaced. I was like, that's so fucked. So I think it's like, it comes, I wonder if you're thinking of it the same way, but to me, it's like, I don't know. It seems like something bad is really bound to happen because you have all these like people using strangers properties. Like, and I love Airbnb. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, how could something fucking terrible not happen? I don't know. Liabilities and stuff. I know. Uh I think that a lot of the issues have been when people book internationally, like I would never book in an Airbnb internationally. Like you always want to like, I would be nervous. I know. Cause people, I would love the idea that nervous. Yeah. People are literally crazy. Um, I, 
I think, like, I really like Airbnbs. Like, I do. You so do. it's, like, annoying. It's sad when people are like, oh, it's going away. Um, but I also get, like, you just, you really have to be careful when you book it. Like, look at the reviews. Look at the actual person who owns it. That'll say everything you need to know as if it's, like, safe or not. I think it's really just people being more aware of, like, what they're booking. I agree. And also just double-checking everything. Like, I think people sometimes like because companies allow certain things to happen they're like i'm so safe and it's like i don't know even when i go in a hotel room i kind of like look around a little bit and i'm like am i cool you know what i mean like just keeping an eye out is like never a bad thing exactly so that's just a little tidbit about Airbnb for you guys (laughs) i just thought about this and okay this is this just needs to lead us in so my parents took this trip this weekend. And long story short, my mom was like, oh, we're going to Monticello. And I'm like, oh, cool. And she's like, do you know what that is? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and she's like, it was... Wait, wait, don't... I want to guess. Okay, okay. Let's guess multiple things. What do you think it is? Well, first guess, it sounds like a city in Italy. <laughs> but I, I feel like it's a bay. Monticello Bay. Is it a bay in the U.S.? Okay, let's think. So it definitely could be. It also it sounds a like a drink. It is a mansion. And it was in a cheese. <laughs> Cut me a piece of that Monticello. Tell um, me that doesn't sound like a cheese. No, it does. And it does yeah. sound like a city in Italy. It probably is, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow Italians, rise up and please Google it and let me know. Um <laughs> So, okay, it's in Virginia. It's in Charlottesville, if that helps you at all. And it was a famous person's house. Mm. Anything coming to you? Monticello. (laughs) Is that what it's called? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, wait, let's go back. (laughs) All right, I'll tell you this. It's Thomas Jefferson's house. Do you know who that is? The president. Nice. (laughs) That's my girl. (laughs) What? Isn't yeah. he on the? Isn't he on something? The I think the twit. A penny. It, mm, what is he on? TJ. Let's see. He is definitely on some kind of currency. I'll tell you that. Um, I'm sure you guys are <laughs> screaming at us right now, like you idiots. <laughs> um, that just wasn't my subject in school, you know. No, well, you'll love it. My mom was telling me. And I was like, oh, yes, he definitely invented something. She was like, Mm-mm, president. <laughs> I was like, right. Um, apparently, he's on the wait. You bill. said he, you said he invented something. I was assuming that he also invented something. He did it for reference. Okay. <laughs> Give yeah. it to Google. <laughs> um, he's on the penny. Dollar. He's on the two dollar bill. And just Google. Oh, it. who the <laughs> fuck sees a two dollar bill? Those are like lucky. Bro. Some people keep two dollar bills in their pocket. Yeah, they say they're lucky. I love that. So you guys can see. Okay, well. (laughs) I just wanted to see if she would know. We were talking before, and I'm like, do you know this? Like, I don't want to feel like an idiot. And she's like, wait. (laughs) Ask me later. So. So you knew what? He still owned the house? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is his estate. It's his estate. So, like, not that cool, unless you're, like, very into history. But, like. I don't know. I feel like you like like history the more you age. You know what I mean? I think that's a good thing. <laughs> no, I really. The more you're a part of history, <laughs> you like it. 
the older you are. No, I think that's a thing. So can you explain how this, how this unraveled with the conversation with your mom? She was trying to determine if, um, she was like telling my family and she, you know, she's using like fun facts. Like, does anyone know what Monticello is? Who was Thomas Jefferson? And we were like, we're not the right crowd. She's such you know a what teacher. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like she's literally a teacher. Like she's, she's like feeling this. I'm like, we're not the crowd for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not the crowd. <laughs> me and Zach were both like, um, was this yesterday <laughs> at the poll? I like saw your cute little story of you at your poll with your family. I I just live in their pool because it's hot. <laughs> it's oh, so it's hot, fucking hot. And we and have you know, like a crazy part. Is like it's so hot outside, and like you can't even like walk or breathe. And then mm-hmm. you into a pool, like you don't feel hot at all, and that's kind of scary because it's like the sun is still hot beating down on you, and you're just like. <laughs> You're like, you're like masking the hot. The way she said it, it's kind of scary. (laughs) Being in a pool is kind of scary. No, I get that. I do. We like, literally I was there because they went away. So I was like, I'll take care of your grass. Okay. I'll sit in your pool for seven hours a day. And it's nice for sure. It's definitely nice. But like, honestly, we got out and like ate dinner and I was like, I have a bead of sweat on my face. Like if we're not in the pool, I need to go indoors. So (laughs) You know. I have a bead of sweat on my face. <laughs> I'm that. dying. Um, but we kind of wanted to talk to you guys about some adulting stuff because I feel like it's it's stuff that like we talk about all the time. Like, I don't know. The older you get, the more you're like, I got to figure my shit out. And if we... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know what you mean. And like, I don't think other people know what you mean. Like, mm-hmm. I... I don't know. I was like, maybe it's just because we're business owners. Like, I don't know. But I was like asking my sister because she was in town this weekend. And I was like, so how do you like keep track of like life? Like, how do you (laughs) have a story? Okay. So this will lead us on in. Um, So I in Pennsylvania, you know that they have like inspection stickers, right? Right. Like you on put your on your windshield. Yeah. Yes. And they're pretty big in like reflective, like mm-hmm. ugly ass stickers. I don't think every state has those because <laughs> not aesthetic. So anyways, I had one on my car still from Pittsburgh and it said 0821. So my sister looks at it as like, Dude, we shouldn't be driving your car. Your inspect your insurance is up. Your inspection's up. I'm like, what's that mean? <laughs> She's like, your car's illegal. <laughs> Listen, I my dad is a mechanic, and he like I was spoiled my entire life in the car department. Like, yeah, that's amazing. I, I didn't. Yeah, know that, he, I'm so thankful for him. I like he got Jealous. us all a car when we were 16. I mean, it was a used car, and it was like not cute. Incredible, like though. 94 Camry two door, yep. but it's a car. It works. Like always, so thankful. And he would be the one to say, "Oh, your inspection's up in a month. Like, let me get the car." And now I'm just like, I don't fucking know anything. So. I still don't know. I need to look at my paperwork. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, okay, you go and you go to an appointment and you go and you do the shit and you learn about the shit. So mm-hmm. when I went to rent a car, the first car that I didn't get from my dad, the current car I have, went to Toyota, learned all the shit about what it is to rent a car, how you have to pay monthly, all the things, which is also very confusing. So I recommend if you're interested in renting or leasing a car mm-hmm. to find a dealer that is like friendly and like for you. I went to Gabe McNeil in Pittsburgh. So if you're in Pittsburgh, he's bomb. He's at like a bunch of different dealerships, um, not just Toyota, but he like going back to what we said at the beginning, he did a good job of explaining shit to me, like how I understand it. So 
anyways, I knew everything then because I obviously understood it. And then you get the car or you get whatever you need. You put the paperwork in a folder and then the, a year goes by, two years go by. And currently I have no idea what the fuck any of that <laughs> it means. I don't know what I'm paying for. I don't know yeah. anything. So I'm like, I, there needs to be a book that's called like keeping track of your life's shit. Mm-hmm. And it can be like a big accordion folder of like, here's your car information Here's your, I mean, we can all make our own probably. That's like, doesn't seem too hard, but like, you know, something that just guides you along the way of like, this is how you do this. This is what you you should keep paperwork wise. This is what you'll need to do every so many months. Like just like little quick notes. No, I think that's really good. Even like set reminders. I heard someone mention that once, like a reminder for certain things that you should be doing every single month that triggers because Let's be honest, you have so much shit going on in your life that like all of this stuff you don't remember until you do it. And like, you're right. Like, I'll say certain stuff to my dad. Like, how the fuck did you figure all this out? And he's like, it's literally like a day at a time. You know what I mean? Like, no one is like has all the answers right away for sure. Um, but you're right. You definitely want someone who can explain it to you in layman's terms. I just actually hired a CPA to help me out with my like taxes and stuff. And it's so funny because I want to say, like, don't judge a book by its cover, too, because I hired this like firm because they're like young and work with creatives and all this stuff. They pair me up with one of the older, older ladies on the team. And at first I was like, oh, like, I'm sure she'll be a peach, but she's not going to understand. You know, we're just she's not going to get the business. And like, I am feel like I'm going to have to explain a lot, like literally just because she isn't involved in it. She knows everything. I fucking love her. So take the time, you know what I mean? To like talk yeah. to people because, and I know t- with you too, like the financial people you work with are a little older. Like you never know, like if someone's just willing to break it down for you, that's like all you need. Oh my God. Yeah. My CPA, I've been so blessed finding him. Like, okay, let's just go right into financials first. Cause we're already talking about it. So uh, when you own a business, you have to get like somebody to help you with your shit. So I have a CPA. Are they all just, they're either. Are they all CPAs? No. Or like accountants. I don't think accountant, it's Accountant. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think every CPA is an accountant, but every accountant is not a CPA. Exactly. I don't know specifically what that means and what they can do. I think they have a little more knowledge, kind of like a doctor thing, like a nurse practitioner and a doctor kind of vibe because they both can prescribe. But exactly. There's some things one can't do. So just Google that shit. So I have a CPA. I've found that the best way to find people like this is word of mouth. Like ask your friends, ask people that are in the same industry as you. I found him through my lash girl and my hair girl in Pittsburgh. So he works with a lot of small businesses. He's so cute. He's like 60. I think he has kids. He sounds Um, great. Yeah. He's so nice. And he, I'm really thankful for him because he's the type of guy that like can explain things in a way that like I somewhat understand. I mean, I still like as a big ballpark, I'm still like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but we're managing day by day. We're getting, we're getting on. Um, So definitely find someone that like can work in your favor and like is there to help you save money. I know there's some accountants that are just like, no, we can't do that. Or like, no, we're not going to look into that or like, no. So try to find someone that's like on your team, if that makes sense. No, for sure. And I think a lot of this stuff, like with a lot of financial stuff, like it seems like such a burden from the jump. Like it's, it's a pain to set up. Like no one's going to say it's not like savings, investments, like any of the above, like, you know, taxes. It is a bitch, but I will say, and like literally Kelsey has taught me this. I swear to God, like if you don't know how to do something, hire somebody. 
or like reach out for more information. Cause I'm definitely the type of person that I'm like, I'm pretty good myself. Like I can figure stuff out. So then when I can't figure something out, I'm like, Oh fuck. And then I put it off for like a year. Hence why I'm yes. just doing this. And I have been like, you know, doing this for like five years. So like, okay, hey, we're proud of you. We're proud job. of you for making a step. <laughs> just um, <getting> there. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to like money. Let's talk money. So what, if you feel comfortable sharing, like, what do you have going on? Like, do you have a business account? Do you have a personal account? Do you have a savings account? Do you invest? These are all great questions. Um, so I literally just opened a business account like last week, all of my money previously to be fully transparent with you guys. Like when you start something yourself, and I, I think like working online is a very different story because I even just noticed like with friends who have like brick and mortars, there's like a lot more logistics and like legal stuff they have to do from the jump. You know what I mean? Like they have to have this account where this money's coming from. With us, I think it's so different. And with any online business or not even just online businesses, like if you have like a, a shop or something, I feel like it's easy to start and just have all the times people are paying you come into your personal account. So when I was talking to the CPA recently, they were like, so like, where are you delegating your money? And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. It's in my checking. <laughs> like, hey, that's like, that's good though. Like, you're right. You're right. Because when I first started, so if you open your own business, that is a service based business, like what Kat's kind of talking about, like not brick and mortar. It's a little bit easier, I think. And it's just more, we know more about that. So if you, you know, if you're interested in the other side of like a brick and mortar, you own a salon or you want to open a salon, like not, we don't really know much. But anyways, um, that's what I did is I, so whenever you own a business, you can file as like, before you have an LLC, if you don't want to do an LLC, first off, you can file as like a sole proprietor, which means that you just go based off of your um, social security number. You're going to pay more in taxes, but it's the easiest situation because it's like, it's easy to do yourself. You can go to like the, I don't know, what are like the tax places that randomly people will go to? You can literally go to, to like to set any of this up, like yourstate.gov and like pretty much it's normally there. Yes. Yeah. Um, so whenever I found out, I was like, okay, I think it's time to make an LLC. So whenever you take your business from a sole proprietor to an LLC, an LLC basically just means that like your, if you were sued, like they couldn't sue you personally for everything you had. Like if you owned a house, if you owned a car, they couldn't sue you for that stuff. They would sue what the business has. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Exactly. So, um, so did the LLC thing. And that was when I switched over to like a business account. And honestly, I don't know, like you said, I don't know the even like Ben, like, I don't know if there's any other benefit other than keeping everything organized. I agree. I'm not really sure either, honestly. And I will say too, like, I'm sure all of you guys are going to roll your eyes at this, but like, if you don't have a credit card, like get one now because so many friends have been like royally not screwed, just like set back a little bit because it's like, I'm sure you're the same way too, right? Like you have a debit, it works, it's fine. And it does the job. It pulls money out of your account. But it's like, if you're not building that credit, like so many friends who wanted to like buy something or get a loan, they were like, Oh my God, I have to wait three more years to build a credit line. So just, you know, just get one from your bank. Like it doesn't have to be anything cool. I literally have like a Wells Fargo credit card. <laughs> like, yeah, let's talk about that because I was told this in college, get a credit card, get credit. It'll, you'll need it for everything in the, in your, in your life. Right. And I got a credit card and I spent 4k on it. 
and I was living off of it and I didn't have the money to pay it back. And I always said like, oh, I'll pay it back. Like once I like have the money or once I'm like successful exactly. or whatever. And thank God, like I was able to fish, like I was able to pay it back, but I got it. I felt like I got a credit card too early and then I abused it because I was young and stupid. Right. And then once I paid it off, I was so like turned off by credit cards. Like I don't have, I just now like a month ago, got a new credit card. My credit shit. is probably shit. That's well, so been, crazy. Actually. I've been paying for my car. So right. like that is like some type of credit. That makes sense. But other than that, like I probably do have shit credit. And if we're trying to buy a house, I need to get that up. This is how you should use a credit card. Okay. If you don't know, get the credit card, you pay for things on the credit card and then automatically every month, make sure you pay it off. So for example, if you're going grocery shopping and you use your debit card and you have a hundred dollars in there to spend on groceries for the next couple of weeks, whatever. And I should say week because shit's so fucking expensive, but mm -hmm. you would pay with your credit card and then you would automatically, you could do it that day. You could do it like that once a month. You would automatically go and pay it off. And that is what builds credit. And then you're not like in the hole. Mm -hmm. The issue is that they will, the credit cards will give you more than what you have in your bank account say. So like I have a credit limit of like 5,000. So say I don't have that much money, but I want to make a purchase and spend 5,000. Well, I'm fucked. I got to keep paying off this 5,000. You know what I mean? The goal is to pay off the credit card every month if you can. Really good way to put it. <laughs> this may be really good for you, Kat, if you ever need like a big purchase for work. Yeah. SBI's credit cards are lit. They, you have 12 months of no, no interest. Like That's no like matter amazing. when you buy the thing. Yeah. So interest means that like it's the extra amount of money that you pay on the credit card, if that makes sense. So like exactly. if I lend you this like car i'm gonna be like yeah you can have this car for this set price of what the car costs but i also need an extra hundred dollars because this is inconvenient for me to lend it to you so that is what interest is best buy you could purchase literally it doesn't have to be when you open the card so it could be like i could i've had the card for three years i could go in buy a macbook and then i would have a whole year to pay it off without paying extra aka That's interest. so good it's really nice like it's really nice. I really like Best Buy's credit card situation. Um, no, that's amazing. And the interest thing, that's another good point. It's something to look towards because I'm sure you as well. And like a lot of you guys listening, people get so fucked with interest. Like so many of my friends who took out big loans for college, like if they went away or, you know, if they went somewhere like really nice or really mm -hmm. expensive, the interest on these loans is like half of the amount that they got the loan for yeah. it's like absurd you're like what yeah if the interest is like 40 bucks a month but right. you can only afford 10 or 50 that means you're paying 50 on the loan a month mm -hmm. or 10 on the loan a month sorry i just butchered the fuck out of that <laughs> it makes sense. it's kind of insane so i do recommend moral of that story is credit cards are friendly and good but just be be careful. I feel like people told me I was like 17, like get a credit card. That's actually so interesting. Okay. You got one then. I literally didn't until I got a job. And, but no, I think like I would have done the same thing. Like it's just like you said, you're not, and you're also not like super aware then either. You're like, oh, I have this money. I can pay it back. Like you don't yes. think anything of it. I honestly, and I'll just like tell you guys this little tidbit, like Kelsey said, um,
So when I first got a credit card, I set a reminder to pay it off every Sunday. And I remember like telling my brother that and he was like, I'm pretty sure that it's not going to give you a good number because they want to know that you can spend more time not paying it. If that makes sense. Like they want to know, they want to know that you can pay it back. If you pay right away, your credit score isn't going to be good because they want to know that they can trust you. If that makes sense. Anyway, I've been doing this forever. Is that a fact? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what are yeah. the tips on getting your credit up the fastest? Because I need it, I think. <laughs> no, seriously, you should do this, though, because then me and my brother checked ours at the end of, like, two years, and I had a better credit score than him by paying every single week. And I was like, oh, it worked out. So he was like, all right, apparently a week is enough time for them. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're paying it right away for them to be like, okay, this person doesn't actually have the money. They can just pay it right away. They want to give you some, like, time, and a week is enough time. So, yeah, okay. I would just pay it off every week. It works per- oh. It works swimmingly. My credit score is like perfect because of it. I love that. So I can like share a little bit about like where I have my money and stuff because it took me a long time to figure it out. I have an aunt that is bomb and she's a financial advisor and she's helped me so So fucking much. I'm so thankful for her. So this is kind of what I have going on. So I opened the business account. I have all of my payments, you know, going into my business account every month, whatever. Right. Whenever I need something, I use the business account. Whenever it's for my business, I use the business card. Kind of right. Thing. Um, and then on my personal account, I have set up kind of like I'm getting paid every month. Like I have like every two weeks, every month, whatever you want. I have a lump sum go in at the first of every month into my personal account from my business account, which is essentially my business paying me out for being an employee. Um, and that's what I use to pay rent, like go out to dinner, Life whatever I want to do. Yeah. Personal stuff. So that's what I do with that. And then I felt like with taxes, um, anyone who owns a business, you know, it's kind of scary because if you don't work for somebody else, you don't get your taxes taken out. So it's up to you to save money for taxes and put them somewhere. I felt like I wasn't being very organized with making sure I have enough money for taxes every year. So what I did is I opened another bank account that is kind of like connected to my business account. So think of it as like a folder. So I have PNC Bank and each bank account, at least for me, has three different folders in it. So it is your main account, your checking, and then I think it's your short-term savings and then your long-term savings. Do you have Mm -hmm. that too? Yeah, same setup. Something. Okay. What I do is I'll put like my, currently, I have my short-term savings is just like, just kind of like not too much money saved there, but really it's just another cushion. My long-term savings I have that we just started to make it for my, like whenever we buy a house, it'll be like my furnish the house money. So that's, so I put a little bit every month in there to kind of build that up. So whenever we go to buy a house, I'm not spending an extra like 20,000 all at once just to buy shit for the house. You know exactly. So I have that on my personal account. And then when it comes to business, I only use the main account for business. I don't use the other two. But like I just said, we added another account on for taxes. This is so that I can make sure I have tax money at the end of every year. So what I like to do is every month I draw like what the taxes would be and put it into that account. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So yeah. that's, so I just know like, okay, say you owe, I don't know, 10K in taxes, whatever. And that way I'll know like, oh, I already have the 10K here. Like I don't have to like re-budget for tax time. Like I already prepared throughout the year. So that's currently like the situations I have in my bank. 
I love that you have it split up like that. Yeah, it helps a lot. Very helpful. Yeah, it helps a lot, the tax thing. I like that. And then when you give your accountant, because your accountant, I don't know how yours works, but mine, I give him the information for Mm -hmm. my um, account and then he takes the money out automatically for me, which is great because I it's less for me to do. But at the same time, you know, I trust my accountant, but you always want to be careful with anybody that you give your account information to. So it's nice that I have a separate account that he has info for that doesn't have my whole lump sum in it. It only has the tax money. So if God forbid, you know, somebody were to get into his files or he had a terrible employee that God forbid, like wanted to steal all his client's shit, he could only take what I have in tax money and not the big lump sum for my business. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That's- so that helps. That really helps. You're making me want to open another okay. account. <laughs> yeah. That's such I would talk a to your idea. bank person and just be like, is this like something you'd recommend or whatever? But right. um, it well, works. Well, that's a good it. thing too. Works, I mean, you could you could always reach out to like, because when I opened the business account, I like called Wells Fargo and they explained literally everything. So like, don't be afraid to like call a customer service phone number. I know it sounds stupid, but like that's literally my favorite thing to do because it's straight <laughs> up their job to help you. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? No, really. No, you're so right. And I think if I could give anyone any advice, if you're just starting out with stuff like this, make really good friends and like make a really good relationship with these people. So I remember I was so nervous to open a business account. I didn't know anything. I was like, I'm so nervous. I know I have to do this, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I literally just, I went in to PNC Bank. I said, I want to open a business account. They said, okay, here's Nicole. Her office is right here. She deals with that. She's busy right now. But you can, here's her card. You can email her and set up an appointment. So I set up an appointment. I go in to talk to Nicole and I straight up, I was like, listen, girl, this is what I do for a living. I, I'm sorry. I don't know anything. I'm really looking to learn. Like, I'm hoping you can help me. Like, she was so nice and she helped me a ton. And most people will do that for you. If they're, if you ever get somebody who won't just leave and try to find someone who will, because Nicole literally will call, check in on me. I can, I can just email her and be like, Hey, I have this quick question. Like she's your go-to or he or she, whoever you decide to, you know, befriend, they can turn into your go-to person for stuff like this. Kind of like your advisor. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially it is. Yeah. Um, But I found that if you make an emotional connection with them and you actually talk to them like a friend, then one, they remember you more, they care more about your business and it just is a more comfortable setting to like reach out if you have like a quote unquote stupid question. No, I love that. And I think that's such a good point. Like, especially when you're just like forthcoming, like you were and said like, cause that's exactly how I was when I called. I was like, I gotta be honest, girl. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I have, I have like a series of questions. If you could help me out. Most people are totally willing to help you out because they didn't know shit before someone taught them. So, you know, you just like got to keep that in mind. Exactly. How? And it's their job. <laughs> yeah, literally. And it's their job. Also, if you're just like getting a credit card or setting, even if you don't have a bank account and you're setting up a bank account, like, you know, any of these things, either call, go in person, just take the first step because you really will feel better if you do. If if you take anything from this episode, it's just like take a step somewhere because you're going to be moving in the right direction. You're going to be benefiting your future. And that's like, <laughs> it sounds so cheesy. In college, we had to do these presentations on like some kind of financial situation. So I chose compound interest. Did you ever like learn about this? 
Um, no. Can you explain what compound interest is? Absolutely. So <laughs> my dad would like drill this into me and my brother said because my parents are like older and my dad was like, look, when I was young, like straight up, this didn't like this wasn't a thing. Like people didn't talk about investments. People didn't talk about your like saving for your retirement. Like that was not you know, and like they weren't looking this kind of shit up either. So he's like, if I had started saving earlier, like I would be in such a better position. Like I want, you know, like I want you guys to be in a good position. So basically mm-hmm. there's like this rule and I'm not telling it perfectly at all. You guys can Google it. But um, it's basically like if you start saving for whether it's retirement or just like, you know, a mutual fund, um, just basically start putting your money somewhere from the time you're 20 to 50, it compounds. So basically it becomes like, you know, a hundred times bigger than if you started from like 30 to 50. So the earlier you start, I mean, it's common sense, right? The earlier you start, the more money you make, but it's like, it makes money in the market. So if you can start earlier rather than later, even if it's a small amount of money, it makes a massive difference. Okay, let's dive into that. So is that a 401k? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I have a 401k. I have money in like uh the 500 index. So does literally everybody ever. If you guys just Google that, it's like the biggest index fund. Like it's a very safe fund. You know what I mean? Like if you're, so here's the thing, right? If you're someone who's like a, you know, if you're like trading or if you're, if you're really paying attention to the market, which me and you are not, <laughs> it's a good one to put money into because it's not super volatile. Like it's not going up and down. It's just something yeah. that's steady growing over yeah. time. Um, and then I also have a 401k. So you either have like a Roth or what's the other one? Just like a traditional. Let's dive, yeah, let's dive into this. Okay. So 401k is your retirement, correct? Right. Yes. If you work for yourself, I don't know, do people who work for others have they have a 401k through their business, I think. There's is almost there's is such a better deal than like what yours and mine is though, because a lot of companies will match the companies them. will match it. Yeah. So, so okay. Nice. So if you own a business, you have to do you have to get your own 401k. 401k is for your retirement. And like Kat said, it is a like it's in the market, but it is like my aunt explained this to me. There's a conservative investment, moderate and like, I don't know, risky, risky not conservative, yeah. whatever they say. Um, so yeah, 401ks would be in the conservative. conservative. And the way she explained it to me is like, okay, so a bunch of businesses are in this market, whatever. If it's more conservative, it's more even. So mm-hmm. for example, grocery stores. So there's a bunch of grocery stores in the market, but there's also maybe like Instagram in the market or no, Instagram would still be like people around. What's a luxury that's like out there? Oh, like Gucci. Yeah. Okay. So say Gucci's in the market and then Walmart's in the market. Right. They make sure with the conservative ones, they make sure it's balanced. So when, if the stock market like crashed or if like, like nine 11, that was a big, like that was a big situation that affected the uh, stock market. So if, something were to happen, you're not going to lose a bunch of money because the other necessity businesses in there balance it out, if that makes sense. If you have all Gucci, Prada, Louis, when they're booming, you're going to do great. But if it crashes, you're going to lose everything because there's nothing else in there to help. So conservative 401k, that's a thing. Okay. Now let's talk about the Roth IRA because I get so confused with this part. Honestly, same. <laughs> okay, so there's a Roth IRA. Should we have my aunt on? Oh my podcast? god, I would love that. One, basically, <laughs> one you can take taxes out of. I'm pretty sure, and one one is taxable and one isn't. I'm almost yeah, positive. Yeah. Okay, 
Yeah, yeah can we have her on? We don't know enough. <laughs> okay, yes, absolutely. We don't know enough about that shit. So we're going to no. call in some help. Um, <laughs> she's so good too at explaining it. I bet she'd love I it. I love her. So, okay, so that's that. And then there's mutual funds. Right. So I, do you invest in any mutual funds? So that's the 500 index thing. Okay. Okay, yeah. So I invested in a mutual fund that is moderate. I go, it goes up and it, it goes down. And my aunt, I'm not doing very hot right now because the market is down. I lost it's a lot shitty of money. all around. Yeah. And she told me like people are more likely when it goes down, like people want to sell right away. They're like, shit, I need to pull all my money out just in case it goes down. I don't want to lose more. People get nervous. Yeah. Yes. But she said, whenever 9-11 happened, that only happened for um, I think the we were in a recession for nine months or nine to 12 months. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was 18 months after 9-11, which was a huge catastrophe for America. The crash market went down or the I literally can't talk. I don't know who wants to fucking listen to me. Like right now, I literally can't talk. I'm so sorry. Basically, what I'm saying is if you are going to be putting money in the stock market, just know if you're not doing super conservative, if you want to go moderate, just know like you want you definitely want to find an advisor that like knows their shit because my aunt yeah. explained to me that 18 months was the longest recession we had i think in america in the last 30 years 40 mm-hmm. years i don't know and everybody all her clients they sold the they sold as soon as like the stock market went down 18 months later it went back up and everybody who kept in went back up. Apparently mm-hmm. there's a crazy statistic that the most millionaires are made after recessions. And I think it's because people stay in the stock market and they like go, Whoop. that is so interesting. So well, they be in a millionaire in a couple yeah, months. Straight up, bitch. <laughs> like a couple well, months. But they always tell you that. Like even in a good college, place. I remember they were always like the market is is always going to go up in general. Like it's going to yeah. go up and down, but it's always going to go up at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, and investments are long term things. Like putting your money in now, you're keeping it in there, you know, hopefully yes. until you're old. Like that's the whole point. And like, if I could recommend anything, mine are through Vanguard, which is funny. It's actually like local. It's literally 20 minutes away, but they're like the nicest people ever. They don't work on commission. So like, yes, find people that don't work on yeah. commission because then they'll put you in shit that like, Exactly. I think my aunt is with Allstate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Similar yeah. situation for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll have her on. That's so interesting. Cause I wish I knew more about this to talk to you guys, but I don't. So I don't want to say anything wrong. I probably already said wrong things. So no, I feel that. Well, I would just, yeah, I would just recommend if you are interested in opening something up, you could always like just again, just call somebody. Cause I just called Vanguard and I was like, y'all, I have this money. Um, like what's a good recommendation? And then they gave me a good recommendation and my money yeah. is somewhere now. So, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to reach out. And like, if you have money that you're sitting on, you're like, all right, you know, I, I, I have a good amount of money in my bank account. I could afford to put some elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely worth doing, you know, yeah. cause yeah, you'd rather have it making it. you money, right. Than That's sitting the thing is you, I feel like we're raised like, Oh, you should have a savings account of this much just in case anything were to happen. But the money's just sitting there. It's like pointless. It's not, not making doing any more money. So and you can, like, if something were to happen, you can withdraw your money at any mm-hmm. time. Mostly. Like, if you just get taxed. Some, yes. Yeah. Which isn't the end of the world. It's annoying. But if you don't, you know, it's interesting. Um, I just recommend, like, anyone, like, talking to a financial advisor because my CPA also made a point that, like, 
he said, obviously we want to put like as much as we can in your, um, retirement account, your 401k, but like, you're, you're like 29. Like you're like, you're, you're still like working. You're still killing it. Like if you want to save for a house, if you want to save for this or that, that's like more important right now than a 401k, like put that as priority rather than putting all this money for you to have when you're 50, when you might not even like, you might want to even go find another job when you're 50 or you might want to, you know, you might be fine without that and you might need it more now. So yeah, just be open. I think our parents were just raised like the generations before us were like, Oh, you need a retirement fund. You need a retirement fund. You need a retirement fund. Um, yeah, but I feel like <laughs> this is like kind of morbid, but I feel like people died younger. Like, Definitely. And we were even I- talking about this last night. Like people like, I, the people that like die with nothing, I'm like, good on you because you lived your life with your money. You know what I mean? Right? Like people that are like, I, I want to leave so much to my kids. I'm like, don't no. like go to Aruba, no. like <laughs> go to Aruba. Girl. I know. Right? Um, oh, do you have, do you have life insurance? That is a great question that I don't have an answer to, which probably means you no. don't, then you don't. Okay. okay. So I highly recommend getting life insurance. I only paid 20 bucks a month and oh, I'm covered. I think I'm covered for 500,000. So I know essentially that means that means like, yeah, if I die, if Jamie kills you, if if he gets (laughs) $500,000, Oh my God. I'm like, if anyone kills me, no, I think you're only no, because, um, you have to put, so you, you have to put your, like the people you want on it. So like I have my sisters on mine right now. That makes sense. Until I get married, but right. He, so essentially you just call, I like got it through my aunt, like all state or whatever. I pay 20 bucks a month. Sometimes you can add it on to your renter's insurance well, and that's, that's like easy. Bad. Yeah, um, absolutely. Mine might be really, through it, I wonder. Yeah. It just covers like if you die and say you have student loans, you have a rent that you got to pay, you got a mortgage, you have bills. Right. That money is made to help cover those and cover the, cover the funeral expenses so that your family isn't fucked. Yeah, no, that's a, I think that's actually like really selfish, selfish not to have it. I feel like. Yeah. A hundred percent. I did. I literally didn't even think about that. Okay. (laughs) I like that. I'm a bitch. A lot of people don't think about that. This is like the shit no one tells you. Uh No, absolutely. Okay. Well, let's, okay. Let's move into health insurance because that (laughs) is another one that I'm like, woof. Okay. Let me say this. I don't even understand it. I don't. What the fuck's a deductible? I don't know. I don't know. All right. And listen to, oh, also, if you guys are young and you aren't necessarily part of a company, even if you're part of a company, they don't offer health insurance. That happens all the time. You can stay on your parents' insurance until you're 26. Just yeah, for reference. Milk that. Milk. Yes. Yeah, so you're really though. Like you've been on it. Like stay on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I Kels, I agree. And that's another one that I'm like, listen, just straight up call the people. I have Horizon and I literally was like, I, you know, I don't want my copay to be aggressively high, but I also don't want to be fucked if I go to a hospital. And the girl was like, all right, we're going to like set up this plan for you. And then all I did was just like check it with someone that's older than me. <laughs> set it to a family. Mm-hmm. Member. Does this look good? Because you do need it. I know everyone's like, you can get by without it. You can get by without it. I have seen so many situations where friends and family have been so incredibly fucked 
because, you know, you go to the hospital and you don't think anything of it. You think I'm young, I'm healthy. And then something bad happens and they hit you with a $30,000 bill and you're like, oh my God. So I know it's frustrating to try to figure out, but like, you just don't want to be in that position. You know what I mean? Should we have, okay, let me go back. You're totally right. But also I don't know enough because Mm -hmm. if you're somebody who has money and you got $50,000 just chilling in your bank account, then maybe it is better for you to not have health insurance. And when something does happen and an accident, then you can just pay out of pocket, you know, rather than spending $500 every month and shit adds up. But I found health insurance through. So I, whenever I moved to Nashville, I obviously had to find Nashville health insurance and I didn't know shit about it. So I went into the Nashville girls group, which is like a Facebook group. Um, and I asked, I said, Hey, I could, Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Going off of this, I was like, I could totally go on Google and try to find someone to sell me health insurance, but I'd rather like make a connection out of it. Does anyone in here like sell health insurance? So I found this girl that's my age. She got on the phone with me for 45 minutes. We talked, she explained everything. She asked me how much I made. She said, how much do you want to pay per month? Right. This is, and she kind of explained it, but that was another thing where I learned it and then forgot it really quick. Um, yeah. But be careful if you Google it because there's so many third-party health insurance companies that when you fill out information like, oh, I want to get health insurance, you fill out information, you put your phone number down, email, they will call the fuck out of you. you. They will yeah. spam call you. Absolutely. I never, ever, ever, ever suggest doing that. Always try to find like a person that sells the health insurance. That way you can ask questions. You can... Um, you don't have to worry about them spam calling you. And then I think for the girl that I have, every time I send someone to her, I get a hundred dollars. So that's cool. That's so nice. Uh, I love really that. Nice. Um, maybe we should have her on the podcast because she's like our age. We she sounds super knowledgeable. I would. I would love turn that. into a self help podcast. Self help. <laughs> I hope you guys are good with it. Well, the thing is, is I don't think people realize because. You know, it's funny what you said before. I always, I used to think too, and like, don't get me wrong. You're not wrong. Like if you're someone who's doing really well, you could get by, but the bills rack up so quick. Like, like Zach was in the hospital for three days and he got, he got slapped with like a $47,000 bill. It's insane. And it got forgiven, but it was just, it was, we were both like, and every single person, I sent it to like every person I know. Cause I was like, this is fucking absurd. Do you ever hear about how expensive it is to get? to get, um, to get, to give birth at a hospital. If you don't have insurance, yes. it's like hundreds yes. of thousands of dollars. Yes. Yeah. Oh I even hear God. with insurance, it's like 20 K. Yeah. Which is like so crazy. That's a lot of money. So yeah, yeah even if I know a lot of people to forgo it when a company has it, they'll be like, no, I don't want to pay for it. Just pay for it. You'll feel so much better, honestly. And Kels, I love that you mentioned the girls group on Facebook. I'm part of this girls group that is literally called females and finance. There's like a hundred thousand members. Um, yeah, it's just on Facebook. Just like join these groups. People have such good tips, like left and right. I feel like. Yeah. And it's a way that you can like, like going back to, I keep going back to this, but I feel really strongly about finding people that can talk your language, but still explain everything correctly to you, you know, so that you'll understand it more. But yeah, health insurance is a wild, wild and so annoying. I still don't understand it. So we're going to need to get a professional, uh, for that one too. So. (laughs) <laughs> we'll add that one to the list. Add that. Um, have you heard of Robinhood? I just want to mention it really quick. Everybody no. uses it. It's like an investing app, but so long story short, my brother uses it and he sent me this like breakdown and he was like, Oh my God, can you believe I'm spending like X on like whatever? And I was like, You're such a fucking psycho. How did you make this spreadsheet? And he's like, No, 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 Robinhood does it. 
And I was like, oh, so just so you guys know, it's like an app and it's free and it's also online. You can use it to track your investments, but also just like all the money you're spending. And it'll give you like breakdowns. Like you spend this. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like QuickBooks. Exactly. Like you'll spend this amount of money on food per month. You spend this amount of money on gas or, you know, uh, leisure, entertainment. I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't have it set up, but I want to. Yeah, I need to have something like that because like QuickBooks, how you were talking about earlier before we hopped on. Um, I tried to look at QuickBooks, guys, and I was so fucking confused. This was like two years ago, though. So I like gave up really quickly. Maybe I need to like dive <laughs> back into it. But I, I just, I keep track of everything in like Google Drive and like Google Docs. And it's probably like not the most secure option. <laughs> I feel that. So I really need to like switch it all up. That's so good. Even just, I, I think that's honestly still great. Like just having a spreadsheet of where your money's going. Like I'm not the best either. Don't get me wrong, but I think it gives you more. Cause like people are like, I don't want to look at my money. I'm scared, but it gives you like more, I don't know, like power when you know where your shit is going. Oh my gosh. This is such a good point because I like, that's a piece of advice I want to tell you guys too is like, it is scary to like dive into all this shit and it's so much easier to just not learn about it. Like it's so much easier to just blow it off and just hope for the best. But you feel so empowered when you know your shit and you know what the fuck you're doing with every aspect of your life. Like I told this to Jamie when he started his business and I was like, I know it's annoying, but get an accountant, get a CPA, get someone and like really dive into all this shit because once you know it and you know exactly like what payments are due, what's being taken out, you f- feel like, okay, I got my life together. Even if we're still all a shit show, which we are, but <laughs> at least no. we're somewhat. I completely agree. And then like you feel empowered to like, you know, if you're buying a house or if you're just like making any big purchase literally at yeah. all, you're like, all right, I feel good about this. It's you're so right. Like the stuff fucking sucks. No one is like, Oh, you know what I want to do? Open a bank account. Like I put it off for like I bet you there's some folks out there that <laughs> really enjoy. Sure, they literally love it. But I want to be that guy so bad. I'm like the idea of being like organized in every aspect of life is just like yeah, ugh, invigorates my soul. <laughs> I want to know more about buying a house. Do you know? Yeah. No, literally like nothing. My good friend just bought a condo. Like a couple of my friends own stuff, and then my friend just bought a condo. And I got to be honest, it doesn't seem as like insane as we all think it does um but i also will say my friend had one of our mutual friends as a realtor so i think that was like a really big help yeah Yeah. maybe we should have a realtor on maybe we should do like a whole series of just like being an adult life tips (laughs) yeah and have like a realtor have um health insurance have i don't know if you guys would be into that i would maybe i just would love to talk to them for many (laughs) many reasons um me too. So yeah, if you guys Let's are interested, DM us. Let us know if like you that would be very helpful because that would be very helpful for us. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I think that's a really good idea. Um, and this is like stuff too that you gotta keep in mind, guys. Like everybody has these questions. Like I literally Googled like shit that you should do in your twenties. <laughs> like <laughs> that you should do in your twenties. <laughs> and like a lot of stuff came up. Like, should we just like maybe like call some of these out because they're actually yeah. like any good ones good ideas um yeah. someone was the first one is to find a calendar app you like and actually use it and i think this is so good because i was the, like the longest person just that would be like oh yeah i'll commit that to memory you literally never remember anything <laughs> yeah. you have to do oh my god <laughs> i have the best app it's Tell called us. artful agenda 
Love. And you have to pay for it. But it uh, find an app that works for you visually. Like, I looked around for a while. I downloaded a bunch and I just like couldn't find one that was simple and like color coded. Like I'm a very simple person. I need to see like, mm-hmm. I need it to be color coded. And then I want to see the calendar on the app. I don't want to see any other lists, maybe like a little section for notes. And that's exactly what artful agenda is. It's cute. It's colorful. And then you see the calendar and then under it, it says like to do's for the day. And you can like put like make a list. Um, and then you could put to do's for the month too. I got to so use like, it. I oh downloaded it. My, it my life. Great. Yeah. Literally my life. <laughs> I love You're it like, so everything is in my agenda. <laughs> I like, someone will be like, like, Kat will be like, what's your schedule? Like, I'll just screenshot the planner and send it to her. <laughs> Which is actually really helpful. Like, it she really knows is. What she's do- I'm doing for the next month. <laughs> yeah. Which I literally love. My friend does the same thing. She like always just screenshot. We're like, when are you free? She screenshots us her calendar. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I love that. It's actually really helpful. Um, but yeah, finding a calendar you like is like a good one. Oh, some of these are just like, you know, routine, but they just said like, check your bank account once a week, which someone said check it every day. I feel like that's aggressive, but you know, yes. every other couple of days, just so you know what's going on in there. Um, make a password At least document. once a month. <laughs> <laughs> once a year. <laughs> oh my God. Password document. I have one. It's so yeah, smart. So me smart. too. Yeah. And I just feel like otherwise, because you're just putting passwords in random notes, right? And you're like, where the fuck is this? Everyone needs a password document. With all I have shit. them. I do have them in my notes on my phone. It's like so a locked. I, it's locked. Same. So, which hopefully we're not. Don't steal our phones, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one will get in. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, that's like really smart. And that way it's like not stressful whenever you have to log into your 100,000 accounts. Health insurance, car insurance, car rentals, bills, whatever. All the above. Yeah. Adulting things. They said to create a separate email for bills and home stuff. I actually loved that idea. I think for us, we're like people whose like business and personal life intercede. It's a little sticky, but if you're someone with just like a more traditional mm. job, I think that's a really, really good idea. Oh, so smart. I would even do that now or even like. I always recommend when people just get engaged, like make a separate email for your wedding shit because it's a great idea. I didn't, and it's chaos. It's a shit show. <laughs> But I have a lot of folders. I'm like good at like organizing my email. Your email is like personal. You like, are not <laughs> my e- Kelsey. Oh my! You okay. you know. you are such a clean person. Like my in real life, life I'm so shocked. Clean. My I just can't. I don't understand how you do it. How? What? Where does everything go? You make folders. So like, like um, I have like a full. Fo- I have a folder that says wedding. Mm-hmm. And then in the folder, like there's subfolders and it says dress, florals, food and hotel, music, RSVP, save the dates. So every time someone RSVPs on my save the date, I get an email and then I just put it into the RSVP folder. And it's literally like it's organized and it's away from my pretty, pretty inbox. Can I tell you my concern? Do you move emails before you've answered them into the No. Ah, only answered emails. If I, that's helpful if to understand. Yes. If it's an important, if it's an important email, I'll start it and I'll like mm-hmm. leave it in my mm-hmm. inbox. And then if it is a email that I've seen, but maybe like, I'm like, I'll get back to them later. I unread it. Like I read it and then I unread it so that that's it turns black again so that I can right. see like, oh shit, I need to respond to this. Just like visually organize it in my brain. Right. You're not going to mentally pass over it kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're good. I aspire to be on your grind one day. I want to create a new email for that reason. (laughs) I love it. I know. I'm like going to create a new email because my email is my full name and I'm going to change my name when I get married. 
Yeah, no, that's actually. But then you know you got to dig in the old one when people like it's so hard with brands and stuff though. Changing your email. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Okay, uh, what else? Any more tips? Um, the last two are just get a primary care doctor you like, and honestly, like. I, I will. No, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I feel like a hypocrite because I don't have one. Um, I think it's nice to have one. Don't get me wrong. I think it's more important to have one for like important, like, like specialized stuff. I have like a gyno. That's like a really nice lady. Like, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like your PCP is just like your exactly. mothership thing. Exactly. But honestly, Kat, I can't find anyone that'll take new patients. Like everyone is booked here. I don't know if it's because people are moving to Nashville like crazy, but that's on a gynecologist. They found, yeah, I yeah. found dermatologist. I need to get a dentist. The but d- yeah, yeah, I cannot find a PCP. Wow. I'm like shocked, honestly. You would think that'd be like an easy one. I know. It's yeah. like the most basic. Yeah, exactly. Because what do you go? You go for like a physical and you're like, okay, that's, you're done. Yeah, yeah. Unless you take like, I don't know, if you have ADHD, you get Adderall, you need to get right. it from your PCP, things like that. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, just little stuff. And then the last one was just like, if you're able to pay things when they are due. So like, if you get a notification, your Geico bill is due, just like set a reminder to pay it that day. Cause otherwise stuff gets away from you. You know, like I've set a lot of reminders. I'm very big in the reminders. Like you forget. So just, mm-hmm. just make sure you set a reminder. The earlier you pay it, the better you will feel basically. Love that. Yeah. Just a little one, a little tidbit. Amazing. Perfect. I feel like this, I hope we helped you. <laughs> we helped each other, if anything. <laughs> we helped each other. We kind of laid out a foundation for the series. We actually just determined that we're doing adulting series. <laughs> I literally wrote it in caps and stars. <laughs> I'm in our so document. excited. We're about Me to learn too. shit. We're about to empower our girls to learn shit. We're going to take right, over our baby. lives. Oh my gosh. I love this. Well, it'll great when we're all, um, it will be great when we are all rich and happy, not even rich, just financially comfortable. (laughs) Just like you have some peace of mind with like what your life, what is happening. Like you just are thrown into the world. I feel like, and I don't understand. I could go on about this forever. Why don't we learn this shit in high school? We didn't. Did you learn how to like sign a check? Like I, I had to. to I learned it. how to sign a check. That's, nice. That's about the best thing I learned. Sick. <laughs> why didn't we learn taxes? Why didn't we learn how to create an LLC if we want to open a business? Why didn't we learn the options for healthcare? What the fuck is a deductible? Like I don't <laughs> use algebra. I don't use math. I don't use anything that I was taught. Oh, it's, so it's true. just. I feel so strong about it. So. Maybe I should be the one to create the book. That's like, I like this life skills. Yeah, life skills. I don't know. It but is. It's important. It's empowering. Definitely. I think the world's getting a little better too. Cause I think before it was like, I also think like we're getting to the point. I guess what I mean is like before everything was kind of cut and dry, you did things one way. I feel like now we have all these options and people have all these jobs and all these different situations. So they're getting better. Not little blue, blue. Blows behind me and he's dreaming. <laughs> so he's like making noises and like squealing and moving his leg. <laughs> he literally just looks like this like dead chicken. It's so cute. He's just like this flat body behind her. I want to kiss him. He's so cute. I he's love so cute. you. All right, well, that guys. was a good ending. <laughs>
<laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us. We love you much. Um, feel free to let us know if you're a realtor or a financial advisor or are good at anything that has to do with adulting. We'd love to <laughs> chat with you. As of us. As of us. Guys. So much fun. Um, and as always, don't forget if you need anything too. Call your girls. Bye. Thank you.